at one guard, number 24, 6'6", 20th campaign from Lower Marion High School, Kobe Bryant. The other guard is number 24, 6'6", 20th year out of Lower Marion High School, Kobe Bryant. Starting at center, number 24, 6'6", 20th season from Laura Marion High School, Kobe Bryant. At one forward, number 24, 6'6", 20th year from Laura Marion High School, Kobe Bryant. And the other forward is number 24, 6'6", 20th campaign out of Laura Marion High School, Kobe Bryant. What is going on, people? Welcome to an episode of Daniel's Den. I'm your host, Daniel Pasley. Um, today's topic is one, obviously, it's unfortunate to have to bring this up, but, you know, at the time that it happened, I, I don't think I'd, I was honestly ready to go forward with this, but, you know, with it being Black History Month and it being a uh, 224 day. I'm just going to talk about the impact and legacy of Kobe. Um, obviously talk about his daughter, Gianna, who he, um, he cared much for. Um, it, it's just tough, you know, as, as an uncle and as somebody who's, you know, I have nieces and nephews. I have uh, brothers who have kids and seeing the support that they have towards their kids and anything they do, you know, it's quite heartbreaking, man. Um, my father, of course, playing a role in, um, you know, my life, my parents, you know, my mom as well, my brothers, just all the support I had, you know, with my basketball journey. Um, you know, it just sucks that, you know, somebody so young and obviously her teammates were on the cra on the crash as well, as well as a couple parents and the pilot will remember those people as well, obviously, because they were people who are loved people that, you know, meant a lot to people. And, you know, it's just tough. It's a tough time, but I'm just going to use this time to just um, just go over the impact of Kobe and his daughter. I, you know, um, for uh, those of us, like I said, in our, you know, our L.A. and Boston coverage, I just talked about how being a kid who was born in the mid-90s, you know, grew up pretty much with Kobe. I know I, I for me, obviously growing up in the GTA I'd say Vince Carter had a big role in my life in terms of uh, my impact with the game and obviously having brothers who idolized Jordan, you know, kind of put that into me in terms of knowing who he is and knowing people before me. And, um, you know, Shaq as well. I can go on and on about that. But for me, I just think the impact of Kobe, he, he was just always a guy who was on one of my favorite players to watch. I think, you know, somebody who didn't get to watch Jordan at his peak, and I got to see him in Washington. Different circumstances, obviously, an older player who showed flashes of what he was, but, you know, to to his credit, he still balled out at a pretty, you know, old age. You know, a lot of people who are even in their 20s can't even play back-to-back -back games because they're, they're complaining about their knees. But, you know, Kobe, for me, he was the first guy – that, you know, he was in a lot of memorable playoff series for me, especially as a young kid, you know, watching the Portland series. That was pretty much the first year of basketball 
you know, when you're young and obviously you don't remember certain things, you remember glimpses of stuff. But I remember that 2000 playoff run being like the first year where I really, you know, really appreciated the game of basketball. I always loved it. It's something I've always, um, you know, wanted to be around and seeing his growth in that series. It was his first year pretty much full time being a starter after being behind Eddie Jones, you know, a guy who was an all NBA player, an all star. But, you know, Kobe worked his butt off. Obviously, he wanted to go to L.A. He wanted to be there. And he obviously, as he as he had said in his life, you know, he grew up a, a Laker fan. Uh, he idolized people who played for the organization, obviously idolized Jordan. But, you know, his play style was something that obviously for me was the closest thing we've seen to MJ. I know Kawhi of late in terms of the way he plays, you know, he shows flashes of being a, you know, a, a cyborg version of Jordan and Kobe in terms of the stuff he does. But, you know, it's just funny to see that the impact of, you know, some guys, you never know um, the impact you can make. And I think with Kobe, you definitely see it as somebody that watched from afar. I'm not going to act like I knew the guy, but seeing his growth, looking back on it, somebody who went through some turmoil with his personal life. I'm not going to get into that with respect to, you know, his family. But for me, I, I definitely say that with everything that he did, he always seemed to try to do even better. I feel like he, I know a lot of times, you know, myself included, it was like, man, sometimes Kobe, you know, he seems a little hard-headed with some stuff. Maybe he's too, too confident in himself. But I feel like with everything he did, and of course, listening to NBA analysts and listening to, um, you know, different interviews, you know, I, I've been looking back and watching a lot of his stuff. And I just feel like he took ownership of a lot of things. You may not have done it in a way that most people would agree with, but you could always say, you know, Kobe, he's giving you a million percent. I know that's not possible, but, you know, he was just reading his model mentality book, you know, in my last year of university, something that really stuck with me. You know, um, my first number in school, sorry, in school, uh, House League was number eight. You know, I didn't intentionally pick it, but, you know, Kobe being number eight, especially that 05-06 season is probably one of my favorite seasons as a basketball fan. I know the team wasn't very good around him, and there was some internal stuff going on in terms of uh, how he felt guys bought in, and obviously with the front office, maybe he felt they weren't making moves to be competitive because obviously he was driven by many things. But to me, he was the first guy that I really looked at what he did in terms of his body of work. You know, my dad – you know, big, the, for those of that know my dad, he's a big Kobe guy. And it's funny because, you know, during the nineties, my brothers always said, you know, he's a big Ewing guy, loved the Knicks, hated Jordan because, you know, Ewing being Jamaican, my dad being a Jamaican, my parents being Jamaican, um, they always had love for Pat Ewing and the Knicks, but you know, Jordan always, he drove a lot of people nuts to say the least in terms of the, the nineties, but you know, just, Moving on to Kobe, uh, he, my dad seemed to like everything about him. You know, it's funny because obviously he did a lot of things similar to Mike. You look at the body movement, the way he patterned his game. It's just a split image. You know, maybe Mike jumped a little higher. Kobe was slightly taller, but you saw the influence on his game. You saw the mentorship, you know, looking at some of the old games, like watching some of the tape. You know, Jordan giving him advice. He talks about how Jordan meant so much to him. 
And obviously Michael had talked about, um, you know, Kobe being a little brother to him. And um, just watching Kobe as an athlete, he was the first guy really made sure that I feel like with social media growing and of course getting closer to athletes, sometimes we feel like we know people, but he was the first guy that made me personally in my journey, take care of my body, you know, icing, stretching, doing all the little work, taking uh, off season serious. You know, maybe I didn't get up at 4am like him, but you know, Kobe was wired like very little amount of people. You know, there's, there's a reason why he was so successful. He put everything into his craft and, for me, who played mainly basketball, I know I did some sports here and there, but, you know, it just pains me to pretty much say that, you know, he he obviously, he had life after basketball, which I'll obviously go into with Gigi and her impact as well. But, um, yeah, he's uh, he was the first guy that really made me think, like, okay, like, if he's doing it, I got to do it. If he's considered the best player in the world and to many fans – maybe the greatest player of all time in certain people's minds, or I think a lot of people have a consensus that he's the greatest Laker of all time. At least, you know, he has a, you know, a spot at the table for a lot of people, you know, obviously me growing up as a LeBron fan as well, as I've gotten older, you know, obviously butting heads. And that's one thing I'll miss, you know, arguing with uh, Kobe fans. And it's something I I seem to love because, you know, I, I always had the respect. I know people, looked at it as, oh, you got, you can't love Kobe or you can't respect Kobe if you're a LeBron fan, but it shouldn't be that way. I think we should always appreciate greatness. And that's something I seem to take into account. You know, people would say, oh, you see you're a LeBron fan, but why are you, uh, why do you always pay homage to Kobe even when he was alive? I was like, man, because you never know. I didn't expect something like this to happen, but he, he did a lot. He taught me a lot. Um, his footwork was impeccable, something that I try to take to my game, you know, sometimes being jealous of his footwork, a lot of the stuff he did, he's real smooth with it. He always, he found new ways, like finding Akeem in the summer to work on his game, um, doing the PRP treatment, helping guys like A-Rod off the court. Um, the Team USA, he played such a pivotal role to a lot of guys. They they wanted to make sure that he was proud of them. And that's something that I don't take lightly because, you know, looking back on it, I know a lot of the beef between fans was Kobe versus LeBron, but it always felt like those guys had mutual respect amongst each other. And I always used to joke around like, man, we take this more serious than they do because obviously they're competitors. And obviously when they played, you're in for a treat, but I think they brought the best out of each other. And um, just moving on with that, it, it just, it sucks, man, because, you know, his career ended with five championships, you know, nearly 34,000 points. I can go on and on about Kobe in, in terms of all the scoring, all the championships, scoring titles, titles, excuse me, uh, all NBA team, uh, all defensive team. You know, he did a lot of things, but for me, what pains me the most is obviously the impact he had with the game of basketball. And of course, as a father, somebody who of course wants to be a father one day, for me, it's it's uh it sucks because you know Gianna was 13 years old, her teammates were on there with, with her as well. You know they they were all people that hadn't really lived life yet. I know they, you know, people people do say that they they put everything into their craft. You know somebody like uh, Ionescu uh, from uh, Oregon talking about how she was always around the kids and how 
you know, Kobe really built a, a culture there where girls, you know, initially he said we beat a team by like 40 points, but initially uh, we looked like we didn't belong in the same league as them. But, you know, he put in the stuff he learned, you know, learning the triangle. Maybe not everybody has to be as uh, crazy in a good way as he is, but, or he was, but for me, it's just, it sucks because I think a lot of girls look looked up to Gianna, even people, even women who were, uh, who are in the WNBA, I think a lot of people really appreciated, you know, Kobe was a real advocate for women's basketball. And I know a lot of people will talk about, you know, obviously issues in somebody's life. And I don't think that's fair because obviously with somebody not being here to defend themselves, we, we shouldn't, we shouldn't uh, throw dirt on their name, especially with all the work that he did to repair all this stuff that he may have done. But, you know, I really appreciated everything that he did. You know, he, he was simply taking his uh, daughter to the game. You know, Gianna and Kobe, they, they showed a relationship that, you know, I see, I see it all the time. I think of my dad, you know, taking me to games when he worked like eight-hour days, um, you know, being tired, but being the only one working, he, he would he'd be like willing to, you know, let's go to practice. Or he'd encourage me to get up extra shots or go run at the track. Even if I didn't want to do it, you know, I still had it in my mind, like, his favorite player does it, you know, so why I, if he has to do it, like I said before, then I definitely got to do it. I'm not nearly as good as Kobe. I never was, never will be. But, you know, that that example is, is key for a lot of people. And, um, yeah, just looking at Gianna, you know, she, she you saw so much, so much influence that he had on her and. It just it breaks my heart because obviously she was a sister, she was a daughter, a friend, so on, you know, a great player. And it just sucks that, you know, she can't live out her legacy. But to me, that's the it, it does I don't want to say this in a, a weird way, but there's almost beauty in terms of how everybody has accepted how great she was and how great she was going to be. And I, and I appreciate that everybody's going out and, you know, making sure that her name lives on, you know, simple things like, you know, her fade away, looking like, like her father, she had, and that's the thing I loved about it. You know, Kobe, he talked about her in a way that you could tell, you know, in the interviews and his peers, I saw a Jay-Z interview where he said, you know, what broke me, broke my heart the most was when he uh, said, you know, you got to see Gianna play. And he said it in a tone that you could tell he he was proud of everything that she did. You know, he, he saw something in her. A lot of people did. And I think that's that's the lesson that we got to learn as people, you know, appreciate the loved ones that we have because, you know, a freak accident could happen. You know, we may bicker about things that seem so big in the moment, but then we look back on it and say, oh, man, we were we were being idiots or I was being an idiot, whoever was at fault. But, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of everybody taking, taking it on their own behalf and, and promoting, uh, obviously the remembrance of both these people. But yeah, for me, it was a tough day, especially being pretty much a month since their deaths. But, you know, I can't, I can't live on and not uh, remember them, not pay homage to both of them. So, yeah, that's my uh, that's my take on Kobe and Gianna. Um, it was definitely heartbreaking for me. 
you know, as a fan, as as somebody who has family, but I, I like once again, it's it's just it means so much to me that he meant he 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 thought so highly of her. It, you know, if and this is again another example, Kobe Bryant. He may ha- he may have had all these things, but Gianna resurrected a lot in him in terms of his love for basketball. You know, he I looked at his last game and he said like I won't really be around uh, in terms of like being obsessed with the game. A lot of people kind of thought, you know, Kobe's not going to do well in terms of basketball, but he loved the art of storytelling, but he also, he got, you know, he rekindled his uh, love for the game through, through Gianna. And I think that's something as supporters that we all got to take note of because um, if somebody you care about is passionate about something, you know, help them um, cheer them on whenever things are, aren't going well, let, let them know that you're there for them. I think that's, that's a lesson that I've learned. And, you know, maybe other people uh, will, will take that from that lesson because, you know, we lost some great people um, on that, on that uh, helicopter, but um, I'm just, I'm just thankful that I was able to watch Kobe. I, you know, through all the arguments and the, the, the debates, you know, I still appreciate everything that he's done. And yeah, um, we miss you guys to say the least. You know, I was looking forward to what Gianna had to, you know, fulfill in her dreams and her goals in terms of, you know, what we heard and saw. So, you know, it breaks my heart, but at the same time, I'm thankful. Um, appreciate, uh, miss you, miss you guys. Um, hope, hope everybody is, uh, you know, doing well who who had connections to everybody in in that crash and you know we're all heartbroken but at the same time i think all those people would want for us to live on you know obviously have 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 them in their thoughts but at the same time let's use this as a kind of a method of motivation um you know kobe inspired so many people Gianna has, even even though she didn't make the WNBA, even though her teammates didn't make the WNBA, or even if they're going to be engineers, whatever the case was, you know, they've inspired a lot of people. They've alerted a lot of people to, you know, appreciate life. And I know this is not really basketball related, but I just felt like I had to get this off my chest and hope you guys uh, enjoy your weekend. Uh, enjoyed your weekend, excuse me. Um, another good week of basketball coming up. Um, hoping to cover some some more topics this week but uh love and miss kobe um his daughter as well take care everybody hope you enjoyed this podcast take care what's going on guys didn't want to leave you guys hanging without some kobe audio hope you guys enjoy so it's amazing and when i took it to the laker game that's the first laker game i've been to i think since my jersey retirement really Mm -hmm. and um we just had so much fun because for the first time i was seeing the game through her eyes. Yeah. It wasn't me sitting there, you know, as an athlete or a player or something like that. And then, you know, it's, it's like about me and I don't like that. It was her, like she was having such a good time and the players were coming up and saying right. hi to her. And, right. you know, and Brian was talking about her fade away and all, you know, it, it was it was exciting. And she had such a great time as mm-hmm. a father. I mean, you just- That's all you want. Every, That's yes, all you can ask for. Yes, yes. And uh, my family, to my family, my wife Vanessa, our daughters Natalia and Gianna, you know, thank you guys for all your sacrifice.
You know, for all the hours I spent in the gym working and training, and Vanessa, you holding down the family the way that you have, I, I, I can't, there's no way that I can thank you enough for that. So, yeah, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And uh, what can I say? Mamba out.